When it comes to selling nuclear weapons on the black market, Yorgi Parchenko holds an exclusive franchise. Once a KGB operative who transitioned to Russia's Foreign Intelligence Service at the end of the Cold War, he quickly became the assistant director of Directorate S, which included 13 departments responsible for preparing and planting illegal agents abroad, conducting terror operations and sabotage in foreign countries, and promoting biological espionage. Now, at the age of 74, and with his best years behind him, Yorgi Pachenko found his forced retirement less than stimulating. The one thing that made his life tolerable was the chilled bottle of Kristall vodka. On a farm located on the outskirts of Volgograd, Russia, about 600 meters east of the ice-cold flow of the Volga River, Perchenko sat in a barn that had grown infirm with age. The walls canted slightly, but not dangerously so, and the roof held the grand openings that allowed shafts of light to filter down onto a floor carpeted with hay. Outside, a peregrine falcon circled high over the pines, keening while Perchenko sat in an old wooden chair beneath the old junctions of the barnhouse beams. On the floor beside him sat a bottle of vodka, the bottle more than half full, the glass in his hand more than half empty. In his day he was revered and equally feared by a constituency who regarded him as an angel by some, a demon by others. It all depended upon how well an operative was able to maintain their integrity in the field. To fail him earned his wrath. Those who disappointed were sent to a gulag as an example to others within his ranks that failure was not an option. The action proved to be a motivator that continued to sustain the communistic principles of Mother Russia until the moment of its collapse. At 74, the man who was once a giant among his peers had become a black marketer who lived with the fading memories of times when Russia held its chin brazenly outward in defiance against capitalistic nations. It was a time that gave him unimaginable pride that what he did validated a sense of self-worth, not the current sensation he was currently feeling as a whore, plying his wares for profit and becoming the very thing he fought against the product of capitalism. Raising his glass high, Yorgi Perchenko prepared himself for a disheartening toast. To old Mother Russia, he said, and may she someday return to a great power. In fluid motion, he brought the glass to his lips and downed the vodka in a single shot. Immediately, he reached beside him, grabbed the bottle by its neck, and poured himself another. After pouring two fingers, he raised the glass once again in salutation, but this time to a man of Arab persuasion who sat across the table. And to my new friend, he added, proposing a toast for which he was the only imbiber. Let us pray that this transaction will be as rewarding for you as it will be for me, yes? The Arabs said nothing, the rights of closing a deal a wasted and unnecessary ritual, at least by his principles. Once an enemy of the state, added Perchenko, you are now my comrade in arms, yes? Perchenko drank from the glass, a quick tip that knocked back the alcohol. The Arabs sat idle and without providing a gracious rejoinder, 
and his ongoing detachment and unmitigated calm was beginning to weigh on Perchenko as the men calmly measured each other. Even in Russia's cold clime, Perchenko could not see the man's vapored breath, which conveyed to the former official that this man possessed a remarkable sense of self-control. The Arab, however, was not without his own caution, as his eyes constantly darted about and took in the number of Perchenko's armed forces and committed their positions to memory. For twenty minutes neither spoke, their resolve as steely as their unflinching gazes, as the air of mistrust between them became as thick as a lingering pall. Each man remained a mystery to the other, knowing only what they must in order to sustain a business arrangement between them. In this case, the common thread was the tie to a middleman, an Al-Qaeda operative who brokered the deal.